Welcome back to the energetics of everything, your favorite place to learn about all things, wealth, health, and personal development from an energetic perspective. If you are someone who is in pursuit of both being the best version of yourself and creating a wildly impactful life, then this is the place for you. Throughout this podcast, you will learn how to use my hindsight as your foresight as you identify your purpose, optimize your behavior patterns, and create a ripple effect of positive change that your soul knows you're capable of. My name is Eden Carpenter, and I am so excited to be a part of your personal growth today. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Energetics of Everything. I am back here with Elise, and some things have shifted. Some things have changed since our last episode, even though we recorded those two episodes a couple of weeks ago. And Elise has some news that now is public online. But as of listening to this episode, you may not know it yet, but she is pregnant. And that's so exciting because she's been working with these spirit babies and she's connected with the soul prior to getting pregnant. And I think that's such a fascinating journey to explore. So welcome back, Elise. How are you doing? Tell us all of the things that are going on with you and in your world today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be back and to see where this conversation is going to flow. And also to share that I'm pregnant and to see whatever comes up around that and my own experience with being pregnant and having prepared for the conception for over a year. Yes, I'm trying to think back how long have I been in communication with my spare baby before I got pregnant. And the first time we communicated was in March 2022. And I got pregnant in June 2023. Mm. So <laughs> it was well over a year that we've been communicating. And spare babies don't have a gender. They are essentially genderless. But my spare baby told me that she wanted to say she because she wanted to reincarnate as a girl. And she told me that last year. And now I also know that with the doctor's confirmation that it's indeed a girl. So it's been everything. It's been exciting. It's been all of the emotions of now going through this journey myself mm -hmm. after having prepared for it for so long. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's so amazing. How has your communication with this soul, with this spirit baby changed now that you are pregnant versus before when you were connecting with the soul and communicating? Has that changed? Is it different? Yes, now? definitely. I think also if I look back on when we first started communicating last year, a lot has changed in the communication because I just learned a lot about how to best communicate with spirit babies mm -hmm. and how to make sure that you receive messages that you can trust, but also truly receive messages from your spirit baby and not just something that your mind makes up because that's really what you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. By looking at actually, okay, what are your own judgments or attachments to certain topics or 
answers that you want to receive or messages that you want to receive from your spirit baby and making sure you release those and essentially become a clear channel to receive whatever it is that your spirit baby wants to tell you. Mm -hmm. So that already shifted from last year until I got pregnant and just became clearer in my method, more precise, so that I knew that the messages that I was receiving was exactly what my spirit baby wanted to communicate, Mm -hmm. but also for, of course, my clients. And in terms of how it changed since I got pregnant, I experienced my psychic gifts as a feeling and a knowing. We briefly touched upon this in, I think, the previous episode where I shared what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And that I can sense the spirit in the room and I receive the messages as I don't hear anything. I just receive them as knowings and they come very instant. Almost like if you think back, okay, what day is it today? And then you just know it's a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then just that comes to mind and it goes really quick. That's kind of how it shows up, but then really fast and it makes itself really clear. Yeah. Before I was pregnant, I would always sense my spirit baby in the room with me somewhere further away, but close by. Mm -hmm. And right before I got pregnant, the spirit was really close, almost really close around my womb area as if I was holding on or carrying the spirit as -hmm. a baby, you know, constantly in my arms. Yeah. And then now I can feel her in my womb. So even though... Sometimes now, of course, because I'm further along, I can physically feel her moving. Mm -hmm. But I also feel that there's an energy in my womb space. And when I communicate with her, I also receive messages through my womb or like tintlings or feelings through my womb. Mm. And for example, if she's really excited about something, (laughs) if I ask her, for example, when you asked me if I wanted to come on the podcast. (laughs) And she immediately responded, yes. And I felt like a very strong reaction from my womb. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this must be what it's like to be like a sacral. That's <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. I was like, wow, that feels so sacral authority. <laughs> yes. And it's really interesting to notice what that feels like, because I've never felt it before as a mental projector. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so fun. I love that your intuition shows up mainly as just a knowing because, Mm -hmm. of course, I have your chart pulled up here with me and I'm looking at it as we're talking. (laughs) But you have gate 61 three times and gate 61, it's your radiance. It's your unconscious sun, but then it's both of your Neptune placements. And Neptune is kind of this planet of the mysterious, the things that makes us different. It's almost like dreams and spirituality. And gate 61 Mm -hmm. is, it's in the head center, but it's that gate of knowing, that gate of intuitive Mm -hmm. insight. And I've found there are correlations between gate 61 and claircognizance, just this, I just know sensation and so i find that so fascinating that it's the only channel you have defined in your chart and you have gate 61 defined three times in those neptune placements and the unconscious sun i was just looking at all of that and like wow it makes sense that you have this really really clear clear cognizance and just this knowing especially because gate 61 you have it in 
a line six twice and a line three once. The 61.6 to me is very much like role model for that clear cognizance that I just know energy. And so it's just like, oh, that makes a lot of sense that <laughs> that's how that would show up for you. <laughs> of course, you can see it in my chart. Yes. Yeah. I, I experience it mostly as knowings indeed and my intuition, but also, of course, because I'm a mental projector. Sometimes when I don't receive these knowings about things, I still have to talk things out. But mm -hmm. since I've been in the spirit baby world, I often talk things out with spirit babies because yeah. it just makes my life easier. There are no humans around and I'm alone <laughs> in a room and I can just talk to spirit babies and receive answers. Yes. And also my own feeling of, oh yeah, this makes sense now that I'm saying it out loud, that this mm -hmm. is the right direction for me or step to take. Mm. I love that. Do you have any other tips or advice or just wisdom for mental projectors? Since you have such a beautiful experience experimenting with your design, I feel like there's not a lot of information that differentiates mental projectors from all other projector types, but it is a really rare chart combination. It's pretty much as rare as being a reflector. So do you have anything that's coming through for other mental projectors that you want to share? Yes, around talking things out. So what I've noticed is, for example, I don't know why I keep coming up with examples related to you, but that's I remember fun. when <laughs> I needed to make a decision on whether I wanted to invest in the human design certification mm -hmm. in 2021 that you were hosting I needed to have different conversations around it not only with myself uh, in terms of okay why do I feel like this is the right investment for me but I also noticed that there were certain people that I didn't want to talk to about this investment sometimes when you want to talk things out it's good to think about Okay, where do I feel resistance? Is there a certain person that I rather not talk to about this? Because even though normally you know who you want to ask advice from, because you know the way they think or what they've experienced and that it's in line with where you want to go. If you notice a big resistance, there's usually something there for you. And by exploring that either on your own or by actually having the conversation, you will receive so much more clarity around what the right decision for you is. Mm. So in my case, I was really hesitant to talk about the investment with my husband. At the time, he was my boyfriend or fiance, I can't remember. <laughs> yes, I don't know exactly the timeline of when we then got engaged and if that was in line with when I wanted to make this decision I think he was still my boyfriend and I had a hard time talking to him about it or I was scared to talk to him about it because it was a big investment and I was scared of what he was going to say or how he was going to judge me around wanting to make this investment mm -hmm. and by looking into that I noticed okay Maybe I have a few judgments of my own because I'm scared that he's going to judge me for these things. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just have those judgments for myself. By working with that, I was able to get a clear message of what is it that I really want and think is best. Mm -hmm. And that only happened because I was looking at, okay, 
where do I sense resistance around talking this out? I hope that's clear now because I'm trying to look at, okay, was that story as a whole clear? Yeah. How about I reflect back what I heard and you can tell me if this is correct or not. (laughs) Yes, please. when, When you're talking things out or when you're making a decision, you'll bring to mind the people in your circle that you would want to talk about that conversation with. And sometimes through pretty much... I'm seeing it in like your undefined emotional center a little bit here where you pretty much feel into how they would respond to that conversation. And then you learn about yourself through the anticipated responses. So thinking about having that conversation with your boyfriend, husband, significant other, your person, and you feeling that sensation of, oh, there might be some resistance. He might think this, he might think that. That brings you the awareness of, okay, in my unconscious mind, there might be a fear of this, or there might be a judgment of this. So it's like you are using your environment of like, okay, if I was in this situation, if I was with this person having this conversation, how do I think that would go? And then it's almost like you're able to mentally put yourself in that situation, see what would come up and then process what would come up either before the conversation or in the conversation itself. Yes, because then it's easier for me to clarify if it's really fear or Mm -hmm. if my intuition is warning me for something and telling me no. Yeah. You don't want to make a decision out of fear. So Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you first clear those emotions And then it's easier, one, easier to receive your intuition, to receive the guidance, Mm -hmm. but also to make the investment, the decision from a place of groundedness and power. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. (laughs) My next question is for anyone who's listening, if they are brand new to the spirit baby world they've listened to a couple of these episodes these conversations that we've had and maybe this is an expecting mother or someone who is planning to have kids in the next couple of years or is just curious about the potential souls wanting to come through do you have any tips or advice for them if they want to start connecting with the soul of their spirit baby yes The first thing I would recommend if you want to connect with your spirit baby is through meditation. It's the easiest form of connecting with your spirit baby because by allowing yourself to get grounded through breath and the meditation, you get into a different mental state, which makes it easier for you to receive messages, but also to feel the presence of your spirit baby versus when you're in a very active brain state. It's really hard to notice what energies you feel around you or what's trying to come in. Mm -hmm. That's also why a lot of people tend to dream about their babies or being pregnant. And in that way, spirit babies are trying to communicate with them because when you're sleeping, you're also in... Believe I'm not sure 100%. The saying is that your brain states or brain waves are operating on a lower frequency. Yeah, they're um, yes. slower. So it is slower, exactly. lower frequency. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's almost like your channel is, is more open for you to receive anything from your spirit baby. So meditation is where I would start. And 
to just see what comes up, what your spirit baby wants to share. And then if you want to go deeper and receive messages on very specific topics, or if you have a specific question you want answered, then it's really important to start with a a healing process, or I would also say the clearing process of, for example, if you want to know what the gender or what gender your spirit baby wants to come through us. If you have any attachments to you wanting it to be a girl, for example, because you've always wanted to have a a girl and you already pictured bonding and doing certain activities together and coloring and Mm -hmm. shopping, then you have some sort of attachment to that answer. And therefore, it's important to first release that attachment And if you, for example, have any trauma around different relationships with men, there might also be some resistance towards maybe having a boy Mm -hmm. and therefore wanting a girl. Really looking at, okay, what is coming up for you? So you can come from this place of neutrality when you ask your spirit baby what the gender is so you can fully receive it. That's how I approach every single topic around spirit baby communication. First, making sure you're coming from a place of neutrality. And then you know for sure that it's an answer that you're receiving from your spirit baby and not one that you're coming up with yourself because that's really what you want to hear or Mm -hmm. that you're clouding the answer because it's almost like you're a tube. Yeah, (laughs) And when (laughs) your tube is filled with your own thoughts and attachments, and feelings it's really hard for something to come through that it bumps into different things on the way down and that's essentially how I would explain it that your channel is you want to make sure it's that the tube that channel is as clear as possible so that it can easily come through and also clearly oh I love that that's the whole process for making sure that you can receive very clear messages from your spirit baby and strengthening your psychic gifts abilities because I think everyone has them so it's not really yeah I agree I believe that we're all kind of psychic (laughs) yes it shows up in different ways but it does and I also believe it's like a door You're either born with the door open, completely open, a little bit open or closed. And then throughout your life, because of your environment, the conversations that you have, the things that you hear, you have conditioning. And that tends to either, and most of the time, close that door more and therefore make it harder for you to connect with your psychic abilities and to receive things through your psychic abilities But once you start with the clearing or healing process, you can open that door more and therefore sense more. In my case, for example, I, when I started with that healing journey and releasing, for example, fears around being able to communicate with spirits, because at the beginning I was really afraid of it, (laughs) that door opened more and I was then able to sense, okay, this is my own energy and now I'm feeling a different energy in the room and this energy feels like a spirit that has just passed and this energy feels like a spirit baby, a spirit that wants to come through to earth and notice those subtle differences, but also be more available for the messages that they want to share at any time of the day, any place, doesn't matter if I'm alone or with other people. And the more you open that door, the easier it is to essentially do it anywhere, any time of the day, anywhere. 
Yeah. I love it. With anyone. Wow. So just to recap, you know me. <laughs> I love being able to kind of teach things back. It helps me to remember yes. a little bit more myself too. That's my six line showing through. So yeah, you said that meditation is the easiest way because you're intentionally slowing down those brain waves and you're in a state that's a little bit more receptive. You said that it's usually pretty prominent in dreams. I know that I have been dreaming about and connecting with my spirit babies in my dreams since before we were even working together, <laughs> like forever. They've just popped in every once in a while. Yes, they love to do that. <laughs> they do like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's adorable. But really the most important part is going in there with out expectations and with just a pure sense of clarity. So clear intentions and no expectations. So you're really in a receptive state and you're able to receive messages instead of searching for messages. And I feel like that's exactly. a really powerful distinction, especially for anyone who has an undefined head center, because we tend to want to search for answers and there's nothing we can do to make answers come to us. They just come to us when we're ready. So that gives us permission to realize that there's nothing that we have to do in order for ideas and inspiration to come to us. That's my recap. <laughs> yes. I think it's nice that you were able to connect it to undefined head centers, but also in general, this topic around pregnancies can sometimes be very emotional because mm -hmm. yeah, there are a lot of women that maybe when you're ready to connect with your spirit baby, you might have been trying already for uh, a few months or the topic has come up in some way. And mm -hmm. so there are emotions around it. And then that also causes for maybe a need of like, oh, I would love to have these answers because I've been dealing with this topic or I've been sitting with this, talking about this with my partner and I'm ready or you're pregnant and you're wondering, okay, what can I do to make sure my baby is safe? Mm -hmm. And therefore there are some emotions around it, which is completely normal, but then sometimes it makes it harder to receive any messages around it until you clear it. Yeah. Wow. I know that lately you've been getting the nudge to work a little bit more with women on preventing miscarriages. And yes. that's been a little bit of a, we'll call it a taboo topic. <laughs> it can be a little triggering for some people because it's a very emotional and precious conversation that's being had. And there's a lot of literature in the medical world that says that there's nothing you can do to prevent miscarriages. And so I would love to just open that up for any of your opinions, any of your thoughts, any of your intuitive insights that are coming through around the work that you're doing to prevent miscarriages. Yes, I love that you brought it up. And yes, it can be definitely a sensitive topic. What I'd like to start with is if you have experienced a miscarriage in the past, it is and was never your fault. Mm -hmm. So even though spare babies have communicated to me that you can prevent miscarriages, it's not to put any blame on anyone for something that has happened in the past. Yes. So just wanted to start mm -hmm. off there. 
And in terms of preventing one in the future, the reason why spare babies have come to me with this is because so many women experience miscarriages and it is heartbreaking. Not that many people or women have to go through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can definitely lower the number and spare babies are here to help. They are also really excited to come to Earth and to work together with their future parents. In my case, I work with a lot of women, so mothers, to make sure that that doesn't have to happen. And I think once you come into contact or become curious about spare babies, there's a reason why you're curious. It's because also they've been reaching out. And in terms of miscarriages, they have a few tips when it comes to preventing one. Mm. The first one is by communicating with your spare baby around the conception time when they're also ready to come to earth is an important one. Mm. Because, of course, even though as a mother or as someone, a woman who wants to become a mom, you can have your ideal timeline in mind of like, I'd love to get pregnant by December and then be able to celebrate it this, yeah. this day with certain people. But Planning spare babies also have based their... On, yeah, based on the astrology. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> also that. And spare babies also have their timeline. They also have, I think we also talked about this in the last episode where we briefly yeah. talked about the human design of babies and that they have... A few timelines in mind of like, oh, this would be nice to get if the mother also is going to try around that time. It would be nice to get pregnant then because of the human design they think would be best for their next journey on Earth. Mm -hmm. And so conception and communicating with your spirit baby around, okay, when are you also ready is a big one. Then another one is not all spirit babies want to come to earth oh they want to connect with their parents because most of the time you had a connection in a past life you were for example sisters or one was the parent and the other was the child and there's some sort of connection there Mm -hmm. and most likely there's something that is unresolved there and they just want to connect and they want you to receive any message that they still have for you or let go of something before you have your next child, for example. They may want to make themselves known. And by communicating with your spirit baby, you could figure out, okay, what is it that you need from me? What is it that you want me to know? And then also knowing, okay, do you really want to come through? Or was this the purpose of you making yourself known as my spirit baby? Wow. It's interesting, right? Because I've also experienced a miscarriage. Mm. And that was six years ago. Wow. And I know that she wasn't a spirit that wanted to come through, but she really wanted to connect with me. Yeah, I wouldn't have connected with that spirit if I didn't experience a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And of course, I didn't know at the time and that was exactly what was meant to happen. And I'm happy that I've been able to almost like let go of the pain so I can only now have love for her and the connection that we share without feeling any sort of pain or fear or anything else around that miscarriage. Mm -hmm. But I know that, for example, if now with what I know and now that I am communicating with spirit babies, I also know 100% that 
I won't experience a miscarriage with, for example, the baby that I have now Mm -hmm. because of the communication that we have and that she has communicated that she really wants to come through and also the healings that she wanted me to do to make sure that I'm ready for her. This has (laughs) been bringing up a lot for me and something that I realized just while you were talking is that I say I had a ruptured ectopic pregnancy, but that was a miscarriage. And I don't always Mm -hmm. word it as like, I don't think I've ever worded it as I had a miscarriage. But Mm -hmm. I think actually claiming that and wording that and saying that is just a beautiful little shift of, I didn't realize that it was still the thing happened to me versus I experienced something. And I think just Mm -hmm. shifting from I had a ruptured ectopic pregnancy to I had a miscarriage is really like I'm like healing something at a deeper level even though we've done so much healing around it it just feels very complete now I'm like Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's what that was it wasn't just a freak accident or anything like that but yeah you had me thinking about there was guilt around mine because I was on birth control and so for the longest time I felt Mm -hmm. like I was preventing what the divine had planned for me of like the spirit baby was supposed to come through and business things were supposed to go a certain way and I felt like because I was trying to control the timeline that I messed it up without knowing it and so there was guilt that came up even though we weren't consciously trying to get pregnant or conceive at that time but yeah that was just a beautiful little like oh wow little lesson to take away from this podcast is like yeah no guilt at all because there's nothing i could have done to prevent that but it also was such a beautiful experience because it did open up the conversation between me and these spirit babies and we've had so many conversations and we've healed so much karma together and we've done so much work together and now like i also know that that soul will come through at some point that was just like a checking in to see if that was the timeline, but also a nudge on my shoulder, like, hey, just start thinking about this. <laughs> yes, that's the thing. Like sometimes they come through and it's, of course, a very painful way to make themselves known. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm stubborn. <they> really... <laughs> if it wasn't obvious, they... I wouldn't have gotten the message. <laughs> They really have a message to share and we've talked about it. And for you to acknowledge that it was a miscarriage, acknowledge that it was a loss is very powerful because it was. And like you said, something you've experienced and that allows yourself to create some distance from it in the sense that you don't identify with it or hold on to it to a point where, yeah, it doesn't serve you. Yeah, I really feel that. There's like completion energy related to it now. Yes, and that's why I also think bringing up the part around guilt. If spirit babies wanted you to prevent that miscarriage, they also would have made themselves known or made it clear so that beforehand you would have communicated with them and then done the communication and the healing and the things that were necessary for that not to happen mm-hmm. so i think it happened because it needed to happen that way even though it was very painful and that's why i say there's nothing that you could have done to yeah look, of course looking back now you know all of these things but there's a reason why you didn't know those things back then yeah i really love the rapid resolution therapy perspective on should have and just how in every situation 
we take the actions that we are capable of taking based on the emotions that we're feeling, the information that we're seeing, the thoughts that we're having, just how we're interpreting data. If absolutely anybody were to have body swapped with me and been feeling the same things that I had felt, had access to the same information I had had and was experiencing the same thing that I had experienced, they all would have done the exact same thing that I did. All of my actions would have still been exactly the same. I mean, at also at this point, I can't change what happened two and a half years ago. I can only change and take action on the things that are in the present moment. And so pulling up that memory or pulling up guilt related to that memory or anything like that is just going to distract me from the present moment and actually exactly. get in the way of me being able to make I don't want to say smarter decisions, but decisions that take into consideration previous lessons I've learned if I'm preoccupied with things in the past. So yeah, it happened. It did exactly what it needed to. I am where I am because of it. And yeah, I don't want to say everything happens for a reason, but... (laughs) No, I was also careful with saying that step. A statement, even though yeah. I do truly believe that things happen. <laughs> I think things happen and we get to give them meaning because yes. I don't know if this is bringing up like gate 28 for me and gate 28 is the gate of the game player. And so we have the shadow of purposelessness where you realize that nothing matters. Like literally nothing matters. It doesn't matter what you do. (laughs) It doesn't matter what (laughs) actions you take. There's no meaning behind anything. And in its shadow form, it can feel pointless. Like what's the point of doing anything if we don't have control over anything? But on the flip side, it's like we get to give meaning to all of the experiences that we have. And so really giving meaning to things is the game that is the human experience. So nothing happens for a reason, but we have the conscious choice to give reason reason to absolutely everything with our conscious choice what reason what explanation what interpretation of the data do we want to come up with that ultimately supports us both now and in the ongoing future but it takes a while to get there sometimes (laughs) i've gotten really good at mental gymnastics (laughs) i mean there's so many things uh, that are a paradox that makes it really hard for your mind to grasp and which is exactly the point if you look mm-hmm. at Shinky's CD level it's like <laughs> there's no point in trying to grasp it with your mind <laughs> it's all an illusion <laughs> <laughs> this is so good are there any last things that you want to share or discuss while we're here There were two more things that I wanted to say based on what you said. Perfect. Is coming back to, yeah, you couldn't have done anything different to prevent the miscarriage back then. But I think there's a reason why spirit babies are being so vocal about the fact that miscarriages can be prevented. Me sharing this message and saying that out loud, and then the women that hear this message and feel like, maybe there's something there for me is probably also because their spare baby wants them to connect with them. And that's why I think it's definitely possible to lower the number of miscarriages that women are having because 
something can be done, but from this place of there's spirits wants to connect with us and that's why they're reaching out and that's it. We don't have to give it any other meaning than they have so much love and wisdom to share and they really want to guide us. And also in terms of what you were mentioning with the feelings that can come up around guilt is I think our RT is a beautiful way of releasing that. And also that's what I've been diving into with the spare baby healings that I do is releasing those emotions like guilt or fear or doubt so that if you have experienced a miscarriage in the past or if for some reason you just have this fear that it might happen, not knowing where it's coming from, that you can release it so that you can, one, help prevent it, but also be more present during your pregnancy and fully enjoy it for what it is and the beautiful connection that you have with your baby that's growing in your womb. Mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. I hear so often from parents that our kids are the greatest teachers, and I think that it's so beautiful to be able to have your future children be your greatest teachers even before they're here. And I'm so grateful for the work that we have done because that's allowed me to be consciously aware of every once in a while I'll notice a behavior pattern and be like, oh, how is that going to change when we have kids in a couple of years? Or, ooh, am I really going to want to do that in front of a child? Or, you know, just noticing the things or I'm like, oh, wow, I sound like my mom. <laughs> I'm like talking to my dogs or something. Like, is that how I'm going to show up as a parent too? And so it's just so beautiful. And this is my fear motivation coming in where I want to do pretty much all of the work before jumping into <laughs> a new, <laughs> a new phase of life. But you don't need to. And that's the beauty also of communicating with your spare baby because they can tell you, okay, this is what is really necessary. And this is really what would help. But the rest you can do later. Wait, let me first double check if that's the direction that way they want me to. Yes. Okay. I had a sexual trauma resurface last year as something that my subconscious had completely pushed away mm-hmm. and not going to go into specifics around what happened, but it came up suddenly uh, or was actually already showing up in my body beforehand, but then made known to my mind last year in May. And it was so present that I was having a hard time fully being present while making love with my husband. And my spare baby really wanted me to release that one for myself. So I wasn't carrying that trauma so heavily in my womb, but also for me to connect deeper with myself in terms of my sexual energy, but also Mm -hmm. with my husband. I bring that up because what we've been able to heal together with my spare baby has really shifted things because this year that doesn't even come up at all in our bedroom at any point because I don't get triggered by it anymore. So there's a big shift there, but it wasn't completely healed before. I mean, completely in the sense that on every aspect of it, it, it doesn't bring anything up anymore that you don't get triggered by it. It's just completely... Yeah, it's like neutral is the best way to describe it. You just don't feel anything anymore there. In terms of the act of having sex, I wouldn't get triggered anymore. 
But when I got pregnant, a lot of things came to the surface. A lot of things that my spare baby wanted me to to address when I was pregnant. (laughs) And one of those things was I still had this fear around every time I would walk outside and, and then really at random moments, I would think that I would see the person that had abused me. And even though that was not true, and this fear would come up even though I had cleared a lot and I wasn't showing up in my bedroom anymore. It was suddenly showing up in these random places. And so with actually RRT, I've been able to clear that completely that now I don't feel anything around that anymore, any fear. And that's why I'm also able to finally, I think, talk about it in such a public way because that has been completely released. The reason why I brought that up as an example is you don't have to completely heal everything, even something that seems so relevant because we hold a lot of sexual trauma in our womb. So you would think, oh, maybe if you have experienced something deeply traumatic, you really need to make sure everything is healed before you even get pregnant. But that's not the case. Yeah, You don't need to be absolutely... Um, yeah, it's perfect is also not the word because you're still a beautiful human, even if you haven't healed certain abuse. Abuse does affect you and scar you in ways, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't change the beauty that you hold. Yeah. It doesn't redefine you. you Yes, exactly. I love that. You're still you, no matter what happens. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And that's amazing. That's really reassuring yeah. too. Of like, there's work that can be done, but there's nothing that needs to be done. And if it is really important, <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> exactly. If it's really necessary for them, they'll make sure to communicate that. Of course they will. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. This has been such a beautiful conversation. Are there any loose threads that you feel that you want to tie up before we end? I feel like we've talked about all of the things. This was a delightful conversation. No, I I feel like we've spoken about a lot of different things. It was a very interesting conversation. Yeah. And I would definitely encourage anyone that's very curious about spirit babies to check out my Instagram and if they have any questions to definitely send me a DM because I love when people ask me questions also because I get then get to have more conversations with spirit babies about this like oh what do you think and what is coming up for you is there anything that I need to share on this topic now this that Mm -hmm. this person has asked this because I think yeah they're ready to talk if that isn't already super clear throughout this whole conversation yes they're ready to talk I'm so excited for all of the invitations you're about to receive in your DMs Thank you so much for being here. This was such a delightful conversation to end our series of conversations. I've had so much fun learning from you on this podcast. And thank you everyone else for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.